Hello folks and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 195. We're going to start off with 2 Chronicles chapters 8 through 9. At the end of 20 years, in which Solomon had built the house of the Lord and his own house, Solomon rebuilt the cities which Huram had given to him and settled the people of Israel in them. And Solomon went to Hamath Zobah and took it. He built Tadmor in the wilderness and all the store cities which he built in Hamath. He also built Upper Bethhoron and Lower Bethhoron, fortified cities with walls, gates, and bars, and Balath and all the store cities that Solomon had, and all the cities for his chariots and the cities for his horsemen, and whatever Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. All the people who were left of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites who were not of Israel, from their descendants who were left after them in the land, whom the people of Israel had not destroyed. These Solomon made a forced levy, and so they are to this day. But of the people of Israel, Solomon made no slaves for his work. They were soldiers and his officers, the commanders of his chariots and his horsemen. All these were the chief officers of King Solomon, 250, who exercised authority over the people. Solomon brought Pharaoh's daughter up from the city of David to the house which he had built for her, for he said, My wife shall not live in the house of David, king of Israel, for the places to which the ark of the Lord has come are holy. Then Solomon offered up burnt offerings to the Lord upon the altar of the Lord which he had built there before the vestibule, as the duty of each day required, offering according to the commandment of Moses for the Sabbaths, the new moons, and the three annual feasts, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of weeks, and the feast of tabernacles. According to the ordinance of David his father, he appointed the divisions of the priests for their service, and the Levites for their offices of praise and ministry before the priests, as the duty of each day required, and the gatekeepers in their divisions for the several gates. For so David the man of God had commanded. And they did not turn aside from what the king had commanded the priests and Levites concerning any matter and concerning the treasuries. Thus was accomplished all the work of Solomon from the day the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid until it was finished. So the house of the Lord was completed. Then Solomon went to Ezion-Geber and Eloth on the shore of the sea in the land of Edom. And Horam sent him by his servants ships and servants familiar with the sea. And they went to Ophir together with the servants of Solomon and fetched from there four hundred and fifty talents of gold and brought it to King Solomon. Now when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to Jerusalem to test him with hard questions, having a very great retinue and camels bearing spices and very much gold and precious stones. When she came to Solomon, she told him all that was on her mind, and Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing hidden from Solomon which he could not explain to her. And the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon, the house that he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, and their clothing, his cupbearers, their clothing, and his burnt offerings, which he offered at the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, The report was true which I heard in my own land of your affairs and of your wisdom, but I did not believe the reports until I came, with, and my own eyes had seen it. And behold, half the greatness of your wisdom was not told me. You surpassed the report which I heard. Happy are your wives, happy are these your servants, who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God, who has delighted in you, and set you on his throne as king for the Lord your God. Because your God loved Israel and would establish them forever, he has made you king over them, that you may execute justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king a hundred and twenty talents of gold, and a very great quantity of spices and precious stones. There were no spices such as those which the queen of Sheba gave to Solomon." 
Moreover, the servants of Hiram and the servants of Solomon, who brought gold from Ophir, brought algum wood and precious stones. And the king made of the algum wood steps for the house of the Lord, and for the king's house, lyres also, and harp and harps for the singers. There never was seen the like of them before in the land of, it, of Judah. And King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all that she desired, whatever she asked besides what she had brought to the king. So she turned and went back to her own land with her servants. Now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred and sixty-six talents of gold, besides that which the traders and merchants brought. And all the kings of Arabia and the governors of the land brought gold and silver to Solomon. King Solomon made two hundred large shields of beaten gold. Six hundred shekels of beaten gold went into each shield. And he made three hundred shields of beaten gold. Three hundred shekels of gold went into each shield. And the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. The king also made a great ivory throne and overlaid it with pure gold. <clears throat> the throne had six steps and a footstool of gold, which were attached to the throne. And on each side of the seat were armrests and two lions standing beside the armrests, while twelve lions stood there, one on each end of a step on the six steps. The like of it was never made in any kingdom. And King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. Silver was not considered as anything in the days of Solomon. For the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Huron. Huram. Once every three years the, ki the ships of Tarshish used to bring gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. Thus King Solomon excelled all the kings of the earth in riches and in wisdom. And all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom which God had put into his mind. Every one of them brought his presence, articles of silver and of gold, garments, myrrh, spices, horses, and mules, so much year by year. And Solomon had four thousand stalls for horses and chariots, and twelve thousand horsemen, whom he stationed in the chariot cities and with the king in Jerusalem. And he ruled over all the kings from the Euphrates to the land of the Philistines and to the border of Egypt. And the king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stone, and cedar as plentiful as the sycamore of the Shephelah. And the horses were imported for Solomon from Egypt and from all lands. Now the rest of the acts of Solomon, from first to last, are they not written in the history of Nathan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahijah the, the Shilonite, and in the visions of Ido the seer concerning Jeroboam the son of Nebat? Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years, and Solomon slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David his father, and Rehoboam his son reigned in his stead. Our next reading is Proverbs chapter 30. The words of Agor, son of Jacob of Massa, the man says to Ithiel, to Ithiel and you call, Surely I am too stupid to be a man, I have not the understanding of a man, I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended to heaven and come down? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has wrapped up the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and what is his son's name? Surely you know. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Two things I ask of thee. Deny them not to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Do not slander a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be held guilty. There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. There are those who are pure in their own eyes, but are not cleansed of their filth. There are those, how lofty are their eyes, how high their eyelids lift, 
There are those whose teeth are swords, whose teeth are knives, should devour the poor from off the earth, the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters. Give, give, they cry. Three things are never satisfied. Four never say enough. Sheol, the barren womb, the earth ever thirsty for water, and the fire which never says enough. The eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be picked out by the ravens of the valley and eaten by the vultures. Three things are too wonderful for me, for I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a maiden. This is the way of an adulteress. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wrong. Under three things the earth trembles. Under four it cannot bear up. A slave when he becomes king, and a fool when he is filled with food. An unloved woman when she gets a husband, and a maid when she succeeds her mistress. Four things on earth are small, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they provide their food in the summer. The badgers are a people not mighty, yet they make their homes in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet all of them march in rank. The lizard you can take in your hands, yet it is in king's palaces. Three things are stately in their tread, four are stately in their stride. The lion, which is mightiest among beasts and does not turn back before any, the strutting cock, the he-goat, and a king striding before his people. If you have been foolish, exalting yourself, or if you have been devising evil, put your hand in your mouth. For pressing milk produces curds, pressing the nose produces blood, and pressing anger produces strife. Our final reading is Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 34. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is not sound, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add one cubit to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O men of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Let the day's own trouble be sufficient for the day. That is everything for today. Thank you so much for listening. Apologies for the uh, cat noises in the background. That is my incredibly needy cat, who demands that my husband come back soon. Let's hope he does that. Have a great day.
and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.